Hello and welcome to the formal review. Today, we will be looking at the 2018 film, Venom. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the review. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 19 of the formal review. As with all my reviews, there may be some spoilers, but I might do my best to keep it vague so not to ruin the full movie for you. But as I always say, do go see this film before listening to what I have to say about it so you understand it. But if you really don't care about those types of things, keep listening. So Venom is an American superhero film based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name. It is produced by Columbia Pictures in association with Marvel and it was distributed by Sony Pictures releasing it. Is the apparent first film in Sony's Marvel Universe, which is their equivalent to Disney's Marvel Cinematic Universe. The film is directed by Ruben Fleischer and was written by Scott Rosenberg, Jack Pinkner, and Kelly Marcel. It stars Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Riz Ahmed, Scott Hayes, and Reed Scott. In this film, journalist Eddie Brock gains superpowers after coming into contact with an alien symbiote whose species wants to invade and take over the planet. Now, the reason why these symbiotes are here is because the Life Foundation, led by Carlton Drake, played by Ahmed, and he wants to be able to live past Earth's extinction that humans are causing, so he thinks that putting these symbiotes together with humans is the way to do it. And honestly, going into too much more of the plot is just going to give it away. Now, one of the reasons I would say to see this film is Tom Hardy. Hardy has been known to dig himself into a role. For those people who have seen how much he worked out to, to become really jacked for The Dark Knight Rises, when he strapped himself in front of a truck for Mad Max Fury Road. And these are just two examples. He has had a career of really digging himself into roles of a film. He is this generation's Marlon Brando, and I'm not the first person say that now he brings this intensity to this role he plays this guy who's essentially going through this kind of Jekyll and Hyde but they don't do it so much that the Jekyll side of it is a great person either he is an anti-hero he kind of does some shady things in his life he's not somebody who's a typical good guy that just gets put into a bad situation he works similar to those of TMZ he's not the greatest of people I mean he does have some good qualities but he's not the hero archetype. So when he has Venom attached to him, it's kind of interesting to see their interactions with each other. And it's quite humorous at times. And for this role, Tom Hardy voices Eddie Brock, but he also voices Venom. And I think that that was a really good call. And their banter I think is what I enjoyed most about this film. Now, I do think that this Venom is so much better than the Spider-Man 3 version. He's huge, he's jacked, he's pretty much a Anything that if you're a fan of Venom, you're going to like him in this film. I think they do a decent portrayal of the character. Yes, he's not connected to Spider-Man. And frankly, yeah, that does take away from his character a little bit. But I do think the way they've done it, I think it works. How they're going to connect him to the overall Marvel Spider-Man universe is yet to be seen. I do think, based on what they showed in this film, I do think they're going to go down a route similar to that of a video game that they did a few years ago that had had Venom, that has Venom essentially swallowing Peter Parker and taking on the spider form himself. It's not the best way to do it, obviously, but I think it works because of 
how they showed Venom's powers in this one. At least I would think that I would buy that as a alternative route to the original Spider-Man connection because for those who don't know who Venom is as a character, the story is similar to that of Spider-Man 3. It's an alien entity that comes to Earth and interacts with Spider-Man and essentially gains all of his powers while he's interacting with him. It obviously makes Spider-Man slash Peter Parker extremely powerful, but then he realizes the negative side of it, he rips it off and goes and interacts with Eddie Brock. And so Eddie Brock gets the powers of Spider-Man. Now, in this film, he doesn't have those same powers, but he has similar powers in that he doesn't shoot out webs, but he shoots out the black goo. And I do think a lot of the other characters are acted decently for what they're given. I think Williams does a decent job. Ahmed, I think, does a decent job playing the villain. But, I mean, honestly, they're not given too much to do. The comedy does work at times. It's not over the top like I have felt a lot of the recent Marvel films have been doing. But I think it works in a similar way to how Zombieland did it. And that makes sense because the directors are the same. It works to keep this film moving. And that's what I think that really works about this film is that it feels quick. The action sequences, I think, in is keep this film going and keep it moving fairly quickly and really push that boundary of the PG-13 rating. I think this film honestly would have benefited from that R rating at the violence would have made this film a lot more dark and a lot more intense because it has that feeling that this is trying to be a lot more intense than a typical Marvel film. One of my favorite scenes in this film was the scenes where he's fighting off the armed guards and I think that that was very, very similar to how Wolverine in X-Men 2 fought off a lot of the villain. That's one of the particular scenes that I think could have really benefited from an R-rated. And the music by Ludwig Goranson is fairly decent. It kept me entertained throughout the entire thing. And that's what, honestly, this film is. It's a fairly entertaining film. The biggest fault in this film is its writing. And I think that's because it's trying to focus on the Tom Hardy Venom relationship and I think that's where this film really works but aside from that it this film definitely has a lot of problems because one like I said the script really doesn't allow any of the other characters to do anything more than being a tool to push the story forward and the story itself is very simple it, it's pretty much exactly how any typical origin story would happen and Honestly, Ahmed's Drake becomes this typical villain and Michelle Williams and just becomes the girl that Eddie wants to be with. And that's really it about these characters. And any of the problems, I ended up forgetting about them for the most part because the film kept it interesting. The action was good and the interaction between Venom and Eddie Brock was good. So I didn't care that the relationship between Anne and Eddie was completely rushed and no developments whatsoever. I didn't care that there really wasn't much a connection between Eddie and Drake. And the finale was a very typical big CGI ending, but the action has kept me interested throughout the prior scenes and the comedy and everything working decently together to keep it interesting. For this fairly short runtime of 112 minutes, it's not even a two-hour movie. It's a fairly quick film, so any of the problems such as other relationships aside from the Eddie-Venom relationship seem right.
washed. But here's the thing. Are those the relationships that you really care about? No. In this film, you're going to care about the Eddie Venom relationship. And that's what this film does extremely well. That's what keeps this film entertaining, even though it has a lot of flaws. Is this a good film? No, it is definitely not a good film. But it has a lot of good attributes that honestly, like I said, you will have a fun time. Seeing this on the big screen was a lot of fun for me. I would go see it again if I didn't have other movies to see. It honestly reminded me of the first time that I saw Transformers. I thought it was really cool, and I thought that seeing these robots transform from was a really cool effect. But as of overall film, it was fairly average. And that's where I feel about this film. There's a lot of positive and a lot of negative that kind of outweigh each other. And honestly, I cannot say that I did not enjoy myself. It does obviously give an opening for a sequel. And because of that, I would definitely say for that mid credit scene, you don't have to stay for the end credit scene. It's not really necessary. But when the sequel comes out, the problems that were in this film could be fixed and improved. I went into this film with very low expectations. And frankly, I was pleasantly surprised with how entertaining this film was. And Tom Hardy does a really good job in it. And as this franchise essentially goes forward, I'm excited to continue seeing him in films since he signed on to do three films. So given that, I think there's a lot of positive things that can come out of this. I hope that they're able to fix the problems and make the sequel definitely a better one, which I think they can do, especially with who the villain is going to be. So I'm looking forward to it, honestly. But overall, I would rate this film a 2.5 out of 5 bow ties. Now, I want to know what you guys thought of this film. And are you excited for the upcoming sequel? Let me know on social media, my URL else all the same at the former review you can also check out box office buzz i do some retrospective reviews on there in anticipation for bigger name films that have had other films leading up to it you can check that out on their website they also provide a lot of up-to-date trailers movie news video game news pretty much anything that y'all can think of about movies tv shows everything anything that's media related they have it i i want to thank everyone for listening to the former review i do this really for you guys um, mainly because i get listeners um and frankly that just means a lot to me so i thank you all for tuning in every time i put an episode i know sometimes i get behind but thank you again for tuning in so you never miss one please subscribe on your typical podcast service I'm on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, and I'm on Spotify. You can really check it out on every podcast service that you can think of. And I'm always looking to grow and improve. So if you have any thoughts of how I should do that, please leave a review on those websites. And I'll try to improve and make this better for you guys. As with all my reviews, I play some music in the background. I do not own the rights to this music, but I use it for informational purposes due to the fact that I think it's definitely part of the film. Now, this music by Ludwig Goransson is from the Venom original motion picture soundtrack released by Sony Music Entertainment on October 5th, 2018. It also features instrumental versions of Venom, music from the motion picture by Eminem, which was released on his album Kamikaze, which was released by Aftermath Records on August 31st, 2018. Until next time, I'll see you at the movies. Take care, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Formal Review. We hope you'll join us again.